0: Welcome to the Sermons and Teachings from the Catalyst Fellowship with Ipayee Michael. We hope the, the message, message you're about, about to listen to will edify you and cause you to experience exponential growth. And now, the message. Hallelujah! If you're in a community, three months, in a community, in a church, one year, and you're not experiencing growth, chances are that you are in the wrong place. Did you know what I said? If you're in a church for three months, in a church for one year, and you're not experiencing growth, chances are that what? You're in the wrong place. Because God's desire for every believer is that you grow spiritually. What did I say? God's desire for every believer is that you grow spiritually. We spoke about having a target for your spirituality, not leaving it to chance. Having a target for your spirituality. Next month, I want to be able to do this. Next two months, I should have been able to do this. I want to cover this book this year. I want to cover this book next year. Amen. Amen. And so the assignment of a ministry gift, of a pastor, of a preacher of the gospel, becomes evident. Our desire must be to make sure that the people we are raising experience progress and they experience joy in the faith. Amen. Every pastor must have a growth mindset for the people who is teaching a curriculum mindset. There are some things you must learn after the other. You see, yesterday I was talking to a young lady who you know, has been through a lot and she wasn't sure what she wanted to do with her spiritual growth, she had put a lot of effort. And she asked me that her problem with the podcast is that she just feels like, you know, she doesn't know where to start from. And I told her one simple thing. I said, if you start from the beginning... Every teaching at the beginning is a prerequisite to the next teaching. That's because our approach here is curriculum-based. Amen. Mm-hmm. What you, listen, the sermons from last year I prerequisite to this year. The sermons from two years ago I prerequisite to last year. You understand what I'm saying? This is the importance of having a pastor, having a teacher of the word, because then they help you through systematic growth. Amen. And so our job is to help you grow. The Apostle Paul said, "Stay with them for this period, and experience growth." Meaning, if you were not praying when you joined the church, a good church, if you were not praying before you joined, in three months' time, in one year' time, you should have improved in your devotion, amen, in your prayer life. If you were not studying the Word before, you must grow in that. And if the church is doing all they need to do and you are still not growing, then ultimately the problem is with you. Because it might just mean that you're not committing yourself and applying yourself to the structures set in that community or in that church. Hallelujah. And so one clear ambition that I have is that every Catholic community member, every member of the Catholic Church must understand how to study the Bible. Every member of the Catholic Church must what? Understand how to study the Bible. So what I'm teaching you is not just the tools, I'm also building in you a mindset towards the things of God, amen. Mm -hmm. That's why we did not Job. That's why we did Deeply rooted. Because I want to teach you a diligence mindset I want to communicate in a new way, tenacious mindset, a mindset that realizes what is at stake if wrong doctrine continues to thrive. Amen. A mindset that is wary of wrong interpretation of scripture and that that, that, that is open to seeing right interpretation and pursuing always right interpretation of scripture. Amen. Mm And the fact that you don't get it just at the beginning does not mean you can't get it at all. That's why you have a teacher. The fact that you've made mistakes in the past doesn't mean you can't be a better exigent today. Amen. You just need a good teacher to put you through on the how. I'm trying to communicate to you a hunger for the study of the Word of God. I'm trying to communicate to you a character for right Bible study. I'm trying to communicate to you a Bible study approach that is that, that, that commits to the task until you see the, the result. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to build you a home that study. I'm trying to help you see that the study of the Word of God is not a long stream. It's a necessity. I a necessity. It's not a long stream. It's a necessity. You must, as a believer, you have to. You have to know it. I've never happened to you before. you never considered the topic. But the day it was caught in, the Catholic, in a Catholic meeting, that next week, somebody asked you the question, well, i before to Exactly the point. You might just not know that you need it, but you would need it. I'm telling you, you would need it. If you don't need it now, your child is going to wake up one day and ask you, Mom, why do we believe God is real? If God is real, why can't I feel him? Why can't I touch him? and would have to have the right words to answer, else there are other people willing to answer the question. You see what I'm saying? It's not a long story. It's a necessity. There are answers everywhere. The problem is, are they right answers? Amen. Are the right answers? So you must be willing, to provide right answers because someday, some somewhere and somehow, someone is going to ask you the whole for which you believe. Why do you believe what you believe? And you must be able to speak to it, Amen. Someday, somehow, you're going to be faced with a challenge that you need to see God's ideas in scripture to solve. What does the Bible say about this situation? What does the Bible say about this situation? In that moment, you must be a good exegete. You have to be a workman. Ultimately, the reason why it's not in the long stream is because if you're going to truly know God, you must be able to know him through the world. Amen. (laughs) If you're going to be able to know God, if you're willing to know God, one of the ways that is going to happen, and the we should not just one of the ways, is through the word of God. And so, if you're the all what is wrong, it means you would have the wrong ideas about God. You see, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. And so maybe that's why there are a lot of people with funny ideas on who God is. Have you seen people? Who have a terrible relationship with God because they always feel so guilty that God is going to condemn them and it is not going to listen to them until they do something for having returned. It's not a terrible way to be in the relationship with God because you always feel guilty even though God is already forgiving you. So in your relationship with God, you would always pull back because you think God is not ready to be with you. Whereas, You can have a better relationship with God when you know that He has forgiven you even before you ask for it. Are you telling what I'm saying? So, your understanding, the way you study the word of God, has to change. Right interpretation is very important, right interpretation is crucial to our relationship with God. Hallelujah. But another category of people, people who never study the word of God because they don't know how to find the divide. Every time they come to the word of God, it's not made any sense to them. This is why we teach you. This is why we teach you to be a workman. Amen. A lot of us are not used to lengthy teachings like this. We're used to exhortation rather than a training in the word. But we've seen in the Bible, the Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy, he says, Be diligent, present yourself a fruit belt of God, a workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. To build you to becoming a workman. Amen. you to become a workman. To labor. At every opportunity you get to explain the word of God to somebody, They know that you are believed really in the word of God. Amen. We are not building weak and shallow men. We are building strong and mighty men in God. We are building strong and mighty men in God. I'll tell you something. Our generation stands at the pinnacle where strong men, in God, and strong men in the world, will be needed. Amen. These have always been the case in the age of enlightenment, where everybody wants to question everything. And where sensual feelings have become the order of the, of the day. The way people feel has started to direct the way we set laws. The way people feel. People, nobody wants to know that we are standards for anything. Listen, our generation will need people who are sound in the world. Else, many people will be sweet. Many people will be sweet. Because this current age has a strong PR. Hey me, this current age has a strong power. The media is on the high rise, right, especially in our age. Everything feels different. And we see that in our age, there are many groundbreaking, you know, groundbreaking discoveries that have taken many years and is being been fulfilled now. Have you seen the rise of artificial intelligence in our age? It's out of the world. It's different from what we've ever seen in many of the ages before.
1: I hear what I'm
0: saying, data, data analysis is so strong today that you can predict what people will do. So listen, there are people watching, listening to you, trying to get your attention. I'm not being a conspiracy theorist, I'm simply telling you what is happening. Because every time you download the app, you either choose app app to track or not, right? Every time you do that, you give access to your data. And people are processing this to know how to get your attention, either to an ad, either to purchase something. What I'm trying to say is that this age has such a strong, pull power that we would need people who are strong in the Word to be able to withstand the wiles of the devil in this age. Amen. We're not in a season where it will just pass for you to be a Christian and just focus on God. We're in a season where you would have to speak up And so to speak up, you would need to have a clear understanding of what the Word of God says. Amen. When this mindset is built in you, it won't happen just in one day, Like every other habit that you pick. It won't happen just just randomly. Mm -mm. You would have to be very direct. You would have to be decisive. You would have to be strict, regardless of the cost. Amen. Mm -hmm. It has to be repetitive. This is you're going to build a Bible study culture. Amen. Have you, ever, have you ever heard that saying? It rains repeats. Have you ever seen it anyway? Right? Some people have seen it. Some other people, you see it in a different form. It's slip code. For you, it's going to be different. It's going to be read. It's going to be studied. It's going to be repeat. You're gonna to have to read your Bible every day, you're gonna to have to study once a week, and you're gonna to have to repeat that process every day of your life. Amen. You don't have to do that. You're gonna to have to set soft proc. I want to read my Bible every day. I want to find the time to make sure I study at place. And I want to repeat this every week. I want to repeat this every week. When I travel, maybe the balance of set for a while because I didn't have the time. But I know it's my culture. I know it's a struggle. I go back to that pattern and do it again. I do it. I do it. I read. I study. I repeat. 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 I read. I Before you can build that culture, you're going to have to do it in a repetitive form. That's how you build it. That's how you build the culture. You repeat it, you repeat it over and over again to your body begins to reflect it and break it. Amen. You convince yourself of the importance of the word of God to yourself. You you train your spirit. You need this for first thing that hunger for it. You train your spirit to hunger for the word of God. And very soon you soon find. Because this is the thing about training anything, That thing does not know the benefit of what you want it to have. I get what I'm saying. But when you train it, you will train your spirit to attach the desire with the satisfaction that comes in the world. I get what I'm saying. To attach the desire with the satisfaction that comes in the world. So it's almost like this. Whenever you want to go to pray, do you always feel like it? No. But when you already pray, do you always feel the satisfaction? Yes. What's the difference? There is that block that you must remove. So make your mind always think about that satisfaction every time you think about prayer. The same thing is study. Oh, when we enter the word of God, we find joy, we find peace, we find clarity, we find edification. But how do we cross that first hurdle of desire and begin to train my spirit to see? That every time in the word of God is a time of refreshing. Every time in the word of God is a time where I have joy and peace. Every time in the word of God is a time where I draw closer to God. I function like I was created to. That's what I'm teaching you. You begin to train your spirits. When this happens, you begin to see yourself uncomfortable. Not studying, you begin to see yourself. One of the ways that people who don't have on- and off-seasons, one of the ways they keep themselves in check is this. A person who has trained the Spirit, if he does not pray one day, it does not pray the second day, they receive will say, will come on him. say, I will come on the person, I have not done this. Listen, A person with that kind of heart will not go on without praying, because you just know that I'm not all right if I've not prayed. Ah, I'm not all right if I've not studied. Build that kind of heart for the study of the Word of God. Build that kind of heart and hunger for the study of the Word of God. What I'm doing to you today is that I'm building a diligence consciousness in you. Adelian consciousness would lead you to buy a book. This is going to be my note for school. You know what you do when you are, when you are entering into a new class on the first day of school? How many of you know that feeling? You buy a marker, you buy a pencil, you buy a master, a scientific calculator, and a normal calculator, you buy you buy long and short eraser, you know. Now I'm going to tie you on the uniform and listen, you must be able to at every point you remember your spiritual growth. Do that. Mm. Do that. I do it. I do it. I prepare every time. Mm. I think my books and I'll everything. I'll going to the living room. I'm everything all. But I'm preparing my heart that this is the time for study. That's I'm saying. This is the time for study. Amen. Mm. Prepare your heart like that. Set everything you need. Do you know what you can do to help yourself? I, I know I'm exhorting you, I'm supposed to be teaching, but I believe this is important. Listen, one of the reasons why this whole approach will help you is that you must have a way to remove every blocker from your study. Meaning, anything that will distract your study, take it away. Do you know the funny thing about me? Whatever I set as my comfort zone to study, I study. It might be in the office. It might be in the living room. I don't prepare my heart. So it's a mind thing. I don't It's a mind thing. It's a mind thing. You just have to set that I'm ready to study. What do I need? Do buy the Bible. You need. Amen. Download the apps. You need. Get everything. In. I'm going to be teaching you all the things you will need in this series. But I'm trying to build in you a new consciousness. I'm gonna be diligent with the Word of God. The reason why you must be diligent in your study of the Word of God is because the number one battle of the devil today is not a battle against your health. It's not a battle against your marriage, but it's a trouble. For you not to come to the knowledge of God, or for you not to break in your faith, every strategy is not after your path. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? If he gets the word of God in your life, then he can easily get every other part. If he gets the word of God in your life, he you can get those relationships. So he adopts the word, he goes for the same time. Is that like a situation when you don't really understand the will of God for your life? Is that like a situation where you don't know God's purpose for your life? Is that like a situation where you are isolated from the things that should liberate you? Amen. Why do you think that when people isolate themselves from the word of God, they find it harder to come back? Because the devil has them where he wants them. Amen. He has said, what do you think when people are sick? We tell them, still come for meetings. Because in the devil's plan, he wants to isolate you from where you pray healing. So the place you are supposed to go for the solution to the problem becomes the one place you cannot go because of the problem. You see that? Why do you not go into church? My heart is broken, Pastor. Suppose we heal your heart, God. Yeah. But no, your heart is broken is the reason why you want to stay away from the solution. See what I'm saying? See. You know what people don't see? The temple goes for the roots. The word of God, he wants to isolate you. He wants to keep you separate. So you stop coming to church, you stop coming for fellowship, you isolate yourself. One month, two months, you say, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I can come back when I want to come back. And the devil is dealing with you. He's dealing with you in secret. Can I tell you is the problem? His strategy has not changed. People are just blind to it. I can tell you three different situations where this is the same strategy the devil uses. But we don't know because we get too emotional to see the true problem and the true plan of the devil. Don't call me one day. Say pastor, I want to take a three weeks retreat. He said, "So what are you telling me?" He said, "Because I'm not becoming to fellowship." So I didn't know how to respond. So you want to take a break from God to be with God? (laughs) You want to take a break from God to be with God? Now the problem is that now you want to take a break from God where there are many witnesses. And there's a teacher to so be with god when you are with your feelings
1: i i get what i'm saying
0: so when some people come back you know so well, the same person who told me this came back with a you know, that i've never seen anywhere in scripture before and i was like oh but well, this is the problem you've isolated yourself you've let the devil play With your understanding of the word of God, now it is affecting your life. So can I tell you what the person did in a secret place? He meditated upon his struggle and he came with a conviction. And (laughs) I don't know how to share it. Because I don't, do you know what what he meditated on? He meditated on Jacob wrestling with God and he came out with a lead. And so he felt like anyone who walks with God might be be someone with a limb, but he walked with God. He was using that to justify his weaknesses. I I get what I'm saying. It's not emotional. It's not spiritual. But that's the problem. You might solicit yourself. You've got to away from the word of God. Talks to you. You've allowed your emotions to influence you. That's what will happen if you begin to do all these things. So listen. The plan of the devil is always the same. He wants to isolate you. He wants to change and alter the word of God in your heart. One day someone tried to use the Bible to justify to me why Christians are not his true friends. You know me, I don't mind words. I tell you the truth. I to to isolate that believers are not your true friends. You say Jesus ate with sinners. What? problem when you get to start to work, Anything anybody says to correct you, you see it as an attack. You either say you are not listening to me, you will find an emotional response, and you will be angry. Amen. Amen. I'm giving you factual examples. I'm instructing you with pastoral authority. I get what I'm saying. This is me speaking to situations that that that, that happen in your life. Amen. Amen. So, you, you have to see what the devil wants to do. And you have to be able to push it away. All things is dangerous. The devil wants to attack the word of God in your heart. It's after a situation where you are away. Listen, when you see the devil against people in the Bible, two instances Jesus and me, what the attack? The word of God. What he attack? He attacked the word of God. Look Genesis chapter three verse one. Everyone Genesis three one. Genesis three one. to and the Bible says, "Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made." And he said to the woman, "Has God indeed said you should not eat of every tree of the garden?" And the woman said to the serpent, "We may eat the fruit of the garden, or of the trees of the garden." So, listen. God had given them an instruction what did the devil say when he came? As God said, as God truly really said, really said, what was he attacking? He was attacking the word of God in the heart of Eve. Did God truly really say you should not eat? Then she responded, we may eat the, the, the fruits of the tree of the garden, but the fruits of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall we pop it, lest die. Verse 4, the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Do you know what that is? That is a direct contradiction to the word of God. It says, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open. Do you see that? So the word of God. That's what he does. What did he say to Jesus? Luke chapter four verse three, the Bible says, and the devil said to him, "If you are the son of God, command stone to become bread." You don't see how much of a temptation this is until you realize that just before that experience, in Matthew chapter three verse sixteen, Jesus had been baptized and God had ultimately said, "This is my beloved son in whom I am just after his his baptism when he went to the wilderness to pass, and said if you are truly the Son of God, don't stop. Are you seeing what I'm saying? It was the word of God, he quoted Bible for Jesus. But what is his plan? To mess with the interpretation in your heart. To deceive you. To deceive. His pattern is always the same. There will be many things. But be obedient to the word of God, and don't let the devil come to play friends with you. That's why you understand the word must be strong, because the devil is after attacking that. He wants to change the way you are perceiving things. He wants to change the way you are seeing things. They've taught you that believers love you, but yet the devil is saying, is that true love? Is that true love? But the Word of God said, no greater love than this. So the greatest love you see is in what Jesus has done for us. Amen. And ultimately, from our understanding of that, we who truly really know what love is, can show love. But yet, in your mind, we are the ones who don't know what love is. Why? Because somebody, by mistake, broke your heart. One person, you judge the no whole church. I'm not going to church. Why? Ah, church. You know, all those funny ideas. So you stop going to church. If one if a person dies in a hospital, you don't stop going to hospitals. You look for better hospitals. Why is it that when one church makes a mistake, you stop going to church altogether? Why you look for a better church. For a better church. So, but the devil will walk in your heart. He'll begin to give you ideas. That's why you have to be careful about offense You have to be careful about wrong spots. The moment you are perceiving wrong thoughts about another believer, just, do you know what you think? This is how I walk. I believe that if someone corrects you of something, and genuinely in your heart, you've seen that there's been offense in your heart, there's been bitterness in your heart, just be, be quiet. And receive that correction. Because there's a huge possibility you can't see it now because of the offense, because of the bitterness. So just be patient enough till you can think about that thing properly. I've been in situations where there was offense in my heart, I didn't discover very quickly. It was when someone told me something I corrected, I had to go apologize later. I'm sorry. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. I'm sorry. Because I couldn't notice that this was what was going on. This is why, right interpretation of the word of God is important. Because the devil wants to attack it. And I'm, I'm in the same way talking about the everyday parts of your life as well. He wants to change it. You've been praying to God for your parents. They've been having issues since you were born. And one day the devil just whispered in your ear, is this the God you are serving? From that point on, everything you knew about God started to crumble. You started to doubt God on everything. Why you must know because there is a battle. And I'm telling you, there's a battle. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. The Bible says, For the weapons of our warfare are not final, but they are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. I explained this in the Dynamo series. A lot of you thought when he said the weapons of our warfare are not canal, he was talking about fighting demons, didn't he? he wasn't talking about fighting demons. It's so sad that the biggest attack of the devil on the church is what we least focus on. The biggest attack of the devil on the church is the and it's what we least focus on. In verse five, verse four things, "For the weapons," Second Corinthians ten, verse four, verse four says, "For the weapons of our warfare." Are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. What are strongholds? Are they demons? What are we pulling down? And what is the weapon of our warfare? faith? Verse five, it says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It says, bringing every thought into captivity of the obedience of Christ. So what are we fighting against? Demons and and, and witches? No! What are we fighting against? Arguments. Thoughts. Everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. This is false teaching. This is wrong ideas. These are things that the devil brings into your heart to corrupt your heart from the things of God. Didn't the weapons of our warfare are not kind to pull them down. So through the word of God, through write in the picture, we can pull out false doctrine. Amen. You mm-hmm. write in the picture, we can deal with the way the devil is trying to get to us. Amen. You mm-hmm. write in the picture, you can deal with anxiety, you can deal with jealousy, you can deal with hatred. Amen. Mm-hmm. We can deal with all these things, right? I'm telling you this is the work of the devil. What philosophies, mm-hmm. wrong teachings? Hallelujah. Gloria! Oh, God! We yes, have the feeling, having God is only for the bread and eat. We are not okay with it. I'm worried rather than going to Sunday services to truly serve God, worship Him, and learn His feet, and am building a mindset in you that you see lack of diligence in the study of God's word, not just as a time problem or too much work problem, but also as an agenda of the devil to keep you away from truth. Mm. You don't have time to study. You've not had time for the last three months. It's no longer ordinary. Mm. The devil can take advantage of what you have seen as ordinary to keep you isolated. Mm. Amen. Are you learning something this evening? Uh, yes, sir. The devil is smart. He doesn't need black and red clothes to function again nowadays. He has never needed black and red clothes and horns. He takes advantage of seemingly innocent situation. Seemingly ordinary situation seemingly natural situations to act in his own interest. That's what he does. What do you do to the devil? Resist him, steadfast. In the world, amen. Resist him, steadfast. In the word of God, from the word of God. This is why you must be sound in the world. To remind yourself, to remind yourself, to keep your hearts stayed on God, to judge your experiences with the Word of God and not the Word of God with your experiences. Amen. Amen. To see that if the Word of God says that you love people, it does not matter how I feel. Amen. The Word of God says they're the house of the Lord and rejoice regardless of how I'm feeling at the time." Amen. If the Word of God says that the Word of God should be my delight. It doesn't matter what I feel. I train my spirit to make the Word of God my delight. Right? Amen. If the Word of God says neglect us the gathering of believers, it does not matter what in the world we stand in the way. I would always be at spiritual organ So it does not matter. Was what you do. Let's See the need of it's the worst situation that will make you not want to be in the same church with somebody. I can tell you what I think it is for many of you. You just had a terrible breakup. You and your ex are in the same church. Please mm-hmm. come to church. That's always the strongest thing that I can say you want why i'm going to church you know when i respond like these people think i am insensitive no i understand your emotion i know you don't want to see that person but the moment you step into the doors of church who you wear and what you wear cease to exist amen the person standing here now is a child of god in a gathering of believers Ready to receive and be blessed, And be blessed in that meeting. Ready to edify. Uh, can I tell you something? If the Lord even gives you a word for Him, go meeting and say, I, "I got the word for you." That, you because, that does not mean everything that has happened as cancelled, Amen. You can deal with it outside church, Amen. You can deal with it outside church. What else are there? Okay, that maybe that's not bad enough. And you will "Okay, let me tell you right now. Maybe your friend." It's dating your ex. Yeah. I think it's only a bit more. Yeah. So maybe your friend, you, you brought up with your ex last week and now your friend is dating the ex this week. Please, I'm not trying to say it's right. Okay? I'm not trying to say I'll support it. Okay? But, when we step into church, we just focus on the Lord. Amen? Yeah, something. The realm of God truly dwells in your heart. Do you know? that for the safety of that church, you will not even tell anybody Mm -hmm. how you feel. Because you know you will sow seeds of this problem in their heart, and they will have to pick sides. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you will do... I remember a time in my life, someone thought that I was... Because I knew about the person's secrets and things the person had done. So the person felt threatened because the person was a higher figure. And the person thought that me, I was going to go around to spread the root. It's not a room because it's the reality anyways, but to spread what I knew. Mean. So, to so, counter so what I was going to do, the person started telling other people things about me. I'm telling you, true story. People that will see me and greet me will see me and walk past me. Do you have Will see me and walk past me. So, have you heard this Ah, you like, back in your pockets, like okay. And at a particular point, people came to me to ask me what happened. What did he do? I have two options: either to tell them the story and finish him and his ministry, or to say. If you believe I do the things you heard, then I did it. If you believe I could not have done those things, then I accept it. But some of you are—that's ah, the end for the best thing you did. <laughs> Sorry, who has cracked TV over here? Pulse, Insta blog—you know, you get everything, you share it—you <laughs> know, breaking news. You know what I'm saying? I left God to justify me. I, I said I was going to sit in church. I was going to just focus on the Lord, if that's what it took in that period. Are you with me? If you want to justify, if not, we continue. Amen. We continue. Some things you don't even want to begin to talk about because you know the problem is will cause. So I didn't. The only person I won't know was a friend who could correct, not my friend, the person's friend who could correct the person. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you something? It was three years later I was in the house and this person's friend called me and said, Hello, Mike. Now I see that you were only trying to protect him. Because at that time, he twisted it. So both him and the friend actually now came on (laughs) me. So, I was in a very terrible situation, no defense, no defense, but you know that you don't have to Because of the safety of the church, you begin to spread, when you tell this person, you tell this person, people begin to kick sides, I, I you know what I'm saying, so you don't even need to walk, why, because you know that's that how the devil walks, people that were not even down there when they happen to be different each other, do you see, we cannot allow it. Amen. Mm-hmm. And thank God in that time, who have you my pastor? Two years down the line, when everything had died down, I went to talk to my pastor. I said, that's true, sir. There's something that happened two years ago, and I want to just let you know that it happened. You see, now with that pastor, going me tell him, pastor, just so that I was clear on these things because of the things we were going to do. So you will not hear that something happened like that and you think that, you know, I had anything or I was hiding. And then he opened up to me that the person actually told him. You you understand? So me, I didn't tell pastor to protect you. You told pastor to destroy me. And pastor said, you know, I descend men by the spirit. So (laughs) you don't have to say too much. I think it's me, you don't have to say too much. So, I'm just helping you see that what the devil wants to do many times, he wants to attack the word of God in your heart. Let's take a look at another scripture. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. As a good Bible student, when you look at him, can think that you should be strong in the power of his might, and when you think about it, I think when he's talking about fighting the devil, but he's talking about standing strong on the word of God. The next verse says, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Do you know what wiles are? The wiles of the devil are not fireballs or demonic attack. Mm-hmm. When you understand the translation, you will know. The Greek word, "wiles" there is the is methodia. M E T H O D E I A. M E T H O D E I A. That word is only twice in the New Testament and is in the same book. It was written in Ephesians 4.14 when the Bible says that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men in the calling craftiness and deceitful plotting whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So you see that word, They lie in wait to deceive. That place is methodia. I get what I'm saying. So the rise of the devil? It has a lot to do with his trickery. That lying in wait, his deceit, I get what I'm saying. And what is true that his deceit is many times premeditated. Amen. It's defeat. So what the armor protecting you from? It's not protecting you from demons. It's protecting you from the deception of the devil. The premeditated attacks of the devil. Amen. So what will the armor of God do for you? It says put on the armor of God. Amen. Put on the armor of God. Ephesians 6 talks to him, we do not write against flesh and blood, but principalities and, and against, power, against powers, against followers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts and wickedness in every places. His number one attack is to deceive. Amen. So in 13 of Ephesians 6, it says, "Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. You see, whole armor of God when you be able to withstand the devil. It says, stand devil having girded Your waist with truth. How do you guide your waist with truth? Mm Study. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. How do you put on the breastplate of righteousness? Study. Because it's by the word of God that you'll be saved. And that's how you remain righteous. Amen. Mm -hmm. It says, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So, what was their attack? They were being persecuted. And because they were being persecuted, they had to hold firm the word of God. In verse sixteen, it says, "Taking the shield of faith, by which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one." It says, "Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God." Do you see that? Which is the word of God? It says, "Praying always with without prayer the supplication of the Spirit, being watchful unto the end with perseverance and supplication for all these saints." And it says that for me. That utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth to speak boldly. you yes, see? In context, why they are putting on the armor of God is to prepare them to preach the word boldly. I what I'm saying? If people will not stop this can so I tell you? And I've said all, I'm saying it over and over again: the devil's not in your life. He's on the word of God, this is why you must study. This is why this whole theory is important. It's not it taking take nine teachings to talk about the same thing because it's important. Because even if you don't know, it, the devil is already attacking the world, amen. It's already attacking the world. So stand fast, guard your way with truth, amen. You attend the church, ocean does not greet you well. Offense. Be careful of offense. You don't go to church again because one member was rude to you. But you are comfortable to go to another place because they are doing basketball Sunday. So, in the place where the one is being taught rightly, I don't know. But one person was rude to you. That being rude to you is a lost sacrifice for you to give up sound teaching. For basketball sunday for jesse sunday Suya Sunday. can i tell you the plan here can i tell you the trickery of the devil he is okay with you receiving the watered down version of the gospel mm-hmm. as against the truth as long as he can control you there i told you before someone said someone said you know why are we meeting every other day i said because the devil knows that you have protected your sunday but he knows that we've not protected your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So those are the days we attack. That's why we put services on those days. That's why. What is happening with your Monday? Because we know the friend does not sleep on Monday. What he you not on Thursday. We don't sleep on Thursday also. Amen. Mm-hmm. We don't sleep on Thursday. So we pray. We can do something at least have a personal edification every day of the week. So we have Sunday services, then we have midweek, so that something will come to the week. Amen. Something will come out of the week, please. another opportunity to gather to see that Christianity is not a part of your life, it's your life. Amen. It's not a part of your life, it's your life. Hallelujah. Worshipping is good, but it will not replace, you know. <laughs> Somebody that I just started pastoring here, innocently. Oh, I knew she was, she was innocent here. She asked, pastor, so we want to praise in this church. <laughs> I said, no, like we worship the Lord. I yes, we dance to God sometimes. And I, I, I was first corrected, you know, using the word praise and worship for slow and fast music. But we spoke about the most important thing, which was the heart. Amen. Which is the heart. The word God has to be, It's because? you on the Word of God, every class. You pray according to the Word. You worship according to the Word. There is no part of your service that you not do with the Word of God. So you must get it right. Some people will do 24 hours worship. But that worship makes us know that you need Word. Because the lyrics of the songs you are singing is You know, one that was a for service. Someone say, ah, why now? So on Christmas, carols, I don't just want to sing. But the song that they are singing, even in the carol, makes us know that they need teaching. Mary is born, child. Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. Wow. 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 Hallelujah. It's the base of everything. Hallelujah. Listen. The teachings are been long. You are not be used to it. We are praying three hours. When prioritize it. Come. even on When you do not wake up, join us and pray. At least you are here three hours. Amen. Mm-hmm. You are here three hours. Then entertaining the life of the devil while you pray three hours. You are not saying it. We want you to be lightweight. witted are saying the devil wants to seek to you. You know, he wants to see to you so that all the things that will make you heavy will be gone. That's why you must follow it. That's why what I'm teaching you is important. You see, I've using almost my whole time to tell you why you are doing this series. Mm-hmm. Why you must come for the meetings, why you must listen. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's important. Why will you Some people are shy about asking people for data. But please, let go of that thing, just so that we can get you the data, so you can join fellowship. Amen. Mm -hmm. I know it's not easy to be the one asking for data. Amen. Mm -hmm. But just ask. We have never complained, have we? Never. Just put it there. I need data. Put your number. Put your, you know, your name. We will send you the data. Please. Please. Don't be shameful, just in Christ we are shameless, amen? No shame for the gospel, amen? Please, it's important. So what I'm trying to help you see is that you must have boundaries with this thing. So before I became a pastor, I was learning somewhere and everybody knows it was Sunday, forget it. I mean, no show, you can't invite me to, to preach on Sunday. The one time ever that I had the ministration and engagements that clashed with the church meeting, I went to meet Pastor. I think it was one last day, no, not the last day, the middle of a camp meeting. And Bangkok really needed me. I really said. So I went to ask Pastor. Pastor said, you know what? Go be a blessing to your alma mater. Amen. Yes. I can remember what he said exactly because it was heavy in my heart. Like, I don't what I want to go. Do. I told him I'm not coming. They said they could not cast me. They didn't have anybody. Someone had to in my heart. I don't know what I'm saying. Yes. And the fact that I remember that. The only one, you see how I take my story. Don't it. Yes. Some of you have been in this ministry two years. Somebody that just came yesterday has finished everything or that. You know, I'm always interested when people come to meet me said, wow, sir, I've been following you. I said, wow, I don't know. You say, yeah, oh, but sir, I've been listening to the podcast. Say, I'm listening to the whole thing. I'm teaching some guys. I'm disciplining 10, 10 guys right now. I'm disciplining 10, 10 guys right now. And I can tell there are two of them that they are very sound because one of them took the initiative to go and listen to the podcast. So he always asks questions that make me know. That <laughs> you know, recently I just had to help me teach them and I was like, Oh my god, that's a the boy has plenty. His notes, I heard that his notes have notes and sticky notes everywhere, sticky notes, sticky notes, sticky notes. You, he's just learning, he's just growing. Why can't he have studio to do with. Amen. So, how boundaries to this thing is there a time in your house where they know that ah, we cannot call any like it or okay? it? No. no. You see, is that that kind of time in your house where they know that this time you are going to be studying and praying? Is there that kind of time in your life? Amen. Amen. Go to church. Prioritize why you are there. Some of you, don't wants to go to church with you because when you sit down beside them but before pastor finished talking, say, Hey, hey. I don't understand. <laughs> Let
1: me listen to the word of God.
0: If you know it's that don't want to be seen. I'm not saying I've not heard it before, but you're to last three, Amen. So I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. I want to feed my spirit with it. It's warfare. Amen. It's warfare. Because the devil is fighting and study is our solution to it. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 The devil is fighting and study is our weapon. Studies are going respond. I would rather have it be boring and you are dishing out truth. Than full of life and full of wrong interpretation. Amen. You have to know what you are looking for. When you are looking for a church, what are you looking for? Are you looking for light, ambience? Anybody can do that. You won't So look for the word of God, even if there's no ambience. Some of you cannot go to a church that does not have Because when they think so, they say, you know, you know, would you solve a song that we used to sing? Who oh, the sun set free, right? Oh, it's free I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. What's wrong with this? What's wrong with this? Oh, so much does when it's Yes, who oh, the sun set free. He's thinking of the death of Jesus is free indeed is thinking about the body of sin being destroyed. And the child has got thinking about the body living in him. You know, every joy, thing like that. It's something wrong with you. No, mm-hmm. it is rejoicing from a place of revelation. Uh, it's because that's why right, yeah. I You can't hear for the things that you should never hear and understand. Mm-hmm. And Jesus died for you and rose again. Your are Lord is to do it. Praise God. You You know, you know what you are looking for. Hallelujah. So yes, you not- everything, but some you don't know how. Just how. charged up, but when you hear because you know what you are looking for, you know what you are looking for anticipate it anticipate that you won't come to every meeting with the same energy, but you will give the same energy I am telling you what growth is, this is a growth mindset I won't come to the same meeting with the same energy, I might be tired I might be weak, but I will give the same energy Amen. Mm-hmm. I would give the same energy. I would pray fervently in every meeting. My the way I pray must not always be as a result of what my day was like. Amen. Mm-hmm. I would give the same energy, I would pray fervently, I would rejoice, I'll be excited, yeah. I would relate with people. Mm-hmm. Some of you want to achieve even help your relationship because you don't have to always relate based on what has happened to you all through the day amen, amen. hallelujah Peace, God. this is how to fight mm. and the word of God rightly interpreted is your weapon yes, sir. Yes, sir. this is how you defeat the wiles of the devil mm. this is how you will not be isolated mm. by the devil this is how the devil will not take advantage of you. This is how you know. Someone was telling me that she has a bad experience with online meetings. This is how this community is built. Mm, yes, sir. Do you know why we are successful doing online meetings? Because we know why we are here. Mm. This is why we will not control you to come early for meetings. You will know the purpose of the meeting. Amen. Mm. Where purpose is not known, that abuse is inevitable this is why we have the same experience regardless of where we, where we are yes, sir. Yes, sir. this is why we know the word of God we respond with it so you must study everything I'm teaching you should not just pass here and come out here it should urge you to know that you must study that maybe the reason why you are not effective in your work with God is because you don't know yes. amen So what must you do to change that situation? Search for the knowledge. Do you know what I do? When I'm facing a challenge, I listen to a sermon about it. When I'm struggling with healing, I listen to a sermon on healing. When I'm struggling with prayer, I listen to a sermon on prayer. When I'm struggling with giving, I listen to a sermon on giving. Amen. Because the word of God is a sure foundation. It's a sure standard from which my activities must stem from. I it, from which my activities must stem from so I would respond according to the word see I will respond according to the word I will respond according to the I will give myself to study when you consider prayer tracks in the bible if you are reading Daniel right now some of the things you begin to see from the word of God is a surety an assurance when you consider Joseph you consider David you begin to see that God has a track record of turning little men into mighty men. Every time we give you a responsibility, you will not be saying you are not capable. Yeah, yeah. Because when has God ever given capable men responsibilities? Go ahead and check the history. Yes, God does not call the qualified, He qualifies the called. Now we, we, we give you a responsibility, you are complaining about it don't you think we know what we are doing or don't you think the God who gave you the assignment knows what he's doing amen this is what we want to do to you this is why Jesus lived a purposeful life why were you looking for me don't you know I will be about my father's business this was how we responded to situations Don't you know? For it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Amen. This was how Jesus responded to situations. This was why he lived a purposeful life. The word of God was rich in his mouth. He was rich in his mouth. He responded with the word every time because he knew it. Guess what? The apostle Paul also had a successful ministry because he was studious. I get what I'm saying. He said, I conferred not with anybody, but I went to Arabia to study. He studied. He looked at the law. He saw what God was doing. He came back. He conferred with Peter and one other apostle. What I'm seeing, is it true in the word? If it is true, I will mean, God leaps and bounds for it. So when Peter is telling Gentiles that he's staying away from Gentiles, Paul will call him out and say, that is not what the word of God teaches us. We are not trying to save face. We are trying to do the work of God. So, if you are saving face and you are not eating with gentiles because you are a Jew, I will not do that, and I will call you out for it. That's why they will call Apollos. And they said, "Who taught you?" They say, "We've not heard of any Jesus." So, into whose baptism were you baptized? They say John the Baptist. He, he could have said, oh, "Maybe try." Hmm, he told them the truth straight and you might be able to. But when Aquinas and Priscilla catch you, the Bible says that they expounded to him all things in scripture. They scold him in the word. Amen. Amen. So, according to the word of God, you're able to defend the things you do properly. You're able to know how to respond to situations. You're able to know how to respond to persecution. Let me give you another example. When things become hard. Church, people who are not studious say, "Ah, the Lord has forsaken us. He has forsaken the church. Is there really God?" But studious men know that the spread of the Church of Christ has always been at the brink of heavy persecution. What made Philip go to Samaria was not because he was evangelical. It was persecution. Even though he was evangelical, I never see. It was persecution that chased all of them and scattered them. <laughs> then they went to preach. I see persecution today. I don't. Know. I got here. There was persecution. Today. I The last of our equipments came today. Mm-hmm. I can assure you, we did not we did not struggle for one dollar. you've been saying, now I see. I guess what I'm saying. Yes, sir. So, the word of God is how we respond. When I, when I study the word, I see how to go about my life. Mm. I see what God did in Bible days. And because I rightly interpret it as well. Are you seeing what I'm saying?
1: Because I rightly
0: interpret it as well, I understand what God is said to do. Have you been blessed this evening? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe that Lord would have, would have me instruct people to know why to study why we're doing this why to show up always why to commit to the structures why you should pray, Amen, Amen. I know online fellowship is not easy I know it's not hard it's not very easy to connect but there's a reason why we're committing our times yes, because we must grow Amen. Hallelujah let's pray Father thank you Privilege to be instructed through your word.